0: Hey, what's up, family? Welcome to my live Q&A. Hope y'all are doing well on this Tuesday. Hope y'all have a great start to your week. Um, but for those who's joining me for the very first time, my name is Joshua Eze, also known as Coach Josh. And my goal is to help make sense of your life and to help you grow holistically for God-optimal use. And periodically on my channel, I do live Q&As where people can uh, um, chime in. Or type their question in and i answer their uh, questions from uh my experiences and my exegetical ability and to help them um, navigate and make sense of their life so after watching the video, like man i like this guy make sure you subscribe also hit that bell so you'll know every time i go live so that you could possibly be able to interact with me as well but for those who's been joining me or been with me for a long time been a subscriber for a while i want to welcome you i want to say thank you all for your continued support however you support whether it's through giving whether it's through a book whether it's through a card game t-shirts Patreon, Life Culture, wherever you contribute. I want to say thank you, sharing, comment, liking. Thank you all for your continued support. And for those who join me live, let me know where you're watching from, what city, what state, what country, and get your questions ready um, so I can be able to answer you all and serve you all this evening, as as well as, also, I want to make sure I say hello to those who listen on my podcast. There are a lot of people that listen. Probably more people. Nah, Nah, it's about even. We have a lot of people watching. What's up, PTL Live from New York? Thank you for watching, family. So let's get right into it. Link was at... Lingus said listen I'm here early for a reason. How do you know a guy is being genuine or a player? Great question. Um basically um those who value themselves, those who love themselves are able to see when someone else is is not sharing that same sentiment, right? Um so you know for a fact that a person is genuine based upon um uh, well let's 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 scale back a little bit. Um, First off, it's very important for you um, to to know God, because when you know God, you know yourself. And when y'all know each other, y'all able to vibe. And when y'all vibe, he'll let you know what's on the inside of someone else, right? Oftentimes we want answers. Nothing wrong with answers, but we have to make sure that we're close to the answer so that anytime that he speaks, also we got to make sure that we are acknowledging. We got to make sure that we are constantly acknowledging God to see if this is his will or not, right? So that you will be able to measure, because anyone can play genuine for a long time. Anybody can, can put their best foot forward for months at a time, but it's but it's the God in us that gives us insight. That's why they say hindsight is twenty twenty, but actually insight is twenty twenty. When we allow the Holy Spirit to bring us insight, we're able to know at a moment to see whether or not a person's gene. Now, here are some practical ways to see if he's a player. You know, a guy is a, a player if he's not able uh, um, to sustain focus with you. Number two, you know, he's a player when his eyes are everywhere. You know, he's a player when his words are not matching what he's with his, his deeds. You know, he's a player um, based upon his commitment level to God, because if he compromised God, he will compromise you. You know, he's a player uh, based upon uh, what makes him nervous. Right. So those are some quick things on top of the dome that lets you know whether or not a guy is playing games with you. But in order for you to navigate this world, you got to know who knows the game. And that's the Holy Spirit. So the best thing is, is to ask the Holy Spirit tonight to reveal everything to you. Holy Spirit, I repent if I've engaged anything that wasn't in your proper timing or with the wrong person, but I believe that you'll reveal to me tonight whether or not this guy's a player. Now, when it is revealed, if he is a player, when it's revealed, you have to put all emotions to the side. You got to let all ego go and and go the way that you need to go because oftentimes people stay with the wrong one because they, they rather be played than to be alone. But sometimes it's better to be alone than to be played. Hope to help. Live from Maryland. Thank you for watching. Hope that helped you. Jody Real says, how to keep your wife interested? Great question. Many people in marriage have been together so long that they no longer attract to each other. Any advice? Great question, Jody. Well, my, my wife and I, we're toddlers, but I could tell you what, what is necessary uh, in regards to how to keep a wife interested is to understand as the man, the one who sows the seed and the one who leaves is the most responsible. And when you begin to realize that you are the most responsible, that means you are responsible for being in tune. You are responsible for knowing what's going on. You are responsible to being the first one dead in the morning, meaning dying to yourself first. As the head of the house, as the one that plants the seed and the one who leaves, that individual has to be the first one to bleed, right? He has to be the first one to feed, right? He has to be the first one um, to do those different things because that sustains interest. When a man is fully engaged and fully invested without distraction, properly prioritize his life to the point to where God is number one, he is number two, his wife is number three, his children's number four, and everything else fall into their particular place, then his house will remain stable. Now, what I mean by you being number two, you being number two doesn't mean I got to go play video games before I tend to my wife, or I, gotta, I go to the gym before I tend to my wife. We're talking about holistic care. That when I spend time with God, it's essential for me to go to God as a man because he's the one that's leading me. You won't be a good leader until you're a great follower. Good leaders are those who follow well, and we are great leaders based upon our ability to follow the Holy Spirit. And when we follow the Holy Spirit, he will lead and guide us into all truth. He will alert us to anything that may be happening in our wives or children. And he also gives us witty ideas, witty inventions, creative ways to keep the spark sparked, right? To keep the fire going then it leads you to take care of you because you know in order for me to be a great servant for a long period of time i got to be fervent and my fervent fervency comes from uh making sure that i that i am uh taking care of right then you will be in position to be able to take care of your woman you keep her interested by being into her by being invested to her by asking questions by being sensitive to your spirit to see what she needs and and that's how you sustain interest uh, uh because your wife is always changing my Wife today is the same wife that I married. And I'm not they're talking in a negative way, but in a positive way. And I gotta keep up. I cannot allow this to come before her. I cannot allow anything else to become before her except for God. Because if I do put anything before her, then I will begin to lose interest, then she will begin to lose interest. But it's hard for a woman to lose interest if the man sustains his interest because. That's, that's what she signed up for as a husband. He said, many people in marriage have been together so long that they no longer are attracted to each other. Any advice? Well, you have to be a long-term thinking as a man. Um, your wife is going to age. Your wife is going to go through different stages of her life, and you have to make sure that you don't allow any type of lust to creep in, any type of false comparison to creep in. You got to make sure you keep your heart focused on what makes her her, not the makeup of her. You got you to see what makes her, her qualities, her traits. That's what keeps you attracted. It's not necessarily um, her outside, even though that plays a part, but that's only 20% of the attraction when it comes to marriage. In order for people to be married long, and I'm, I'm only speaking from what I'm going through right now. I can't speak on 40, 50 years of marriage. I've been here three years, but even three years is long enough to where I know for a fact that because what happens when she loses weight? What happens when she gains weight? What happens when she goes through periods and, and moments of her life where, where she's just not at the level of quality of quote-unquote attractiveness that you first initially met her at? Then you're going to lose your interest. You're going to lose your attraction. But if you are invested in what how God wired her and you are invested in the idea that when a man finds a wife uh he find he obtain his favor he, when a man finds a wife he finds a good thing and obtain a favor it's hard to lose interest in the thing that gives you favor <laughs> and so when you know that your wife is is you focus on more of her favor than her flavor then man you won't have to worry about um losing at losing interest in her because her favor will be more attractive than her flavor what i mean by flavor is how she looks and how she adorns herself so hope that helps. So be invested, be interested, be the first one dead. If you plan to seed and you plan to leave, be planning to be the first one to bleed. Hope that help. Corey, what's going on? Hope you well. Mira Myrna says, "Hey, coach, this is from Ottawa, Canada. Thank you so much for watching. I appreciate you." Uh oh, let me see. I, I scroll too far. Ashley D says, "Hey, coach, Josh is from New York." Thank you for watching. Recently, I've had a revelation of God's love for me, change my mindset in life. How can I keep the newfound fire going? Great question, Ashley. Um, you do not sustain fire with desire; you sustain fire with discipline. Because once you are full of desire, that desire could be put out. It is the constant uh, discipline that keeps the fire sustained, right? And what I mean by that is 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 keeping God. Uh, in awe. And what I mean by that, keeping your wonder of him, keeping your excitement of him. And the way you do that is by studying different attributes of God, by getting to know him even more, by tracking his faithfulness in a journal and seeing just how faithful he's been to you, that sustains fervency, that increases faithfulness, right? It's tracking his faithfulness towards you. And, keep, and staying in awe of him, and also disciplines is is uh, communicating with him. I, I talk to God all the time. Uh, uh, um, it it could be short. Sometimes I crack jokes. I'm like, God, have you thought this is funny? Just just it's just, he's a person and he's present, right? So appreciate the fire you have, but know that you just can't leave that desire at desire. You have to turn that desire into discipline and, and uh, um, to hope to help you, not hope, but to help you sustain that fire, right? So. The, the good thing is track continuously to track God's love for you, fam, and that will keep your fire going. Joshua Pittman says, How do I discover my gifts? Great question. Um, the, the best, let me tell you where your gifts are. Your gifts, let me make okay, <clears throat> let me redo this again. How do I discover my gifts? First off, you have to first get to know the gift giver and realize that the gift is already in you. There's been things in my life that has been um revealed to me, um, but it's already been sealed in me. They just have been revealed to me. And sometimes a lot of that stuff that has been sealed in us by the gift giver has been suppressed by other people's opinions, have been suppressed by environments, have been suppressed by experiences, have been suppressed by heartache, breakups, rejections, right? Uh, And sometimes our gift inside of us can be intimidating. So you discover your gifts by digging, digging deeper into the depths of God, getting to know him. Because when you know him, you get to know yourself and dig deep inside of you. Look at the things that draw you because what's drawn in you is what's going to draw you. See, there's an image inside of you that connects to different things in this world that draws you to it. Whatever is drawn on your heart will be the main thing that draws you there. What draws you to the music? That you listen to. What draws to the colors? What's your favorite color? What's your what favorite type of music? What's your favorite type of uh topics that you love to talk about? Those things are hidden clues inside of you. A good website that I will advise everyone to go to is 16personalities.com. 1616personalities.com. Take the test, and then you will be able to see what how God wise. I always I always give this disclaimer: do not idolize this. This is a tool. This is is not something that you get so uh, uh, um, consumed with that you start living it as if it's a horoscope. This is just a tool to kind of help you see yourself and then type in uh, career options and things like that with that person that with the four letters and then you will begin to see like wow man god is very clever and how he really wired me like this since I was in my mother's womb it's interesting how my favorite color is green and how green uh connects to my personality and and, and why different things was i gravitated to why did i get why were I, why was i given advice from 6th grade you <laughs> know why and why my school counselor now and all these different things really reveals what has already been sealed in you So continue to go deeper into things of God and dive deep into yourself and utilize that resource to see if you're able to, um, discover the uniqueness of you, but uh, but uh, do not allow fear, inadequacies, insecurities, people's opinions, experiences, and the rest to keep you from digging deep inside of yourself and being confident that this is a gift that God has for you. But you know what your gift is. You just don't have a title yet. So examine all of the things that draw you because whatever draws you played a part in uh, what was already drawn already in your heart by God. des 9.3 says, why have people been using the most high? uh you can't use you can't use god because uh, anything that can be used can be abused so no one um um uh, can use the most high as far as manipulate or utilize him in in and um detriment Now they can use the idea of him but they can't use him individually right Um, uh, but if you're talking about the term the most high the most high means that he's the Lord of Lords, the King of Kings, which means that he is the higher supreme authority. Um, there, there are high principalities. There are higher things up there in a the demonic world that have authority and that control certain elements, but he is the most high. That means he's above any other effect, which gives us confidence as we navigate this world, knowing that no matter what principality of demonic spirit that we face, we know that we're connected to the most high. And he will make sure that we fly high above those things. Hope to help. Joshua Pittman says, I spent a lot of time, I spent a lot of alone time with God and have not discovered his will for me. Well, bro, some things are discovered in time. Um, I didn't know that I would be what I am today until time. And sometimes things take maturity. Sometimes things take uh, persistence. Um, because, because some of the things about ourselves we're not ready um, to hold, because there's still stuff inside of us that we have yet to heal, right? And so, before we deal, we must heal. Before we are able to fully understand the full grasp of our giftings or our purpose, there may, there must be some healing taking place because the gift in the wrong hands can cause damage. And so, it could be God's grace is keeping you from understanding in it in full scope. But there is some scope that the Holy Spirit will reveal to you because it's in you. You, I, I, I've been giving advice. I got yearbooks where people come in and say, thanks, Josh, for the advice, all this kind of stuff. So I, I, it's interesting when I look back over my life. <laughs> I'm like, oh, when I look back over my life, when I, when I look back. It's interesting how everything that is connecting me right now was prevalent and seen. The issue is the enemy wants us to be blinded to those things because those things are the only things that will be used by God to sabotage demonic plots and schemes. Hope they help. PTL says, hey, is it right to distance from friends, even if they're Christian? And when is it time to distance yourself? Great question. Um, The unequally yoked uh, phrase in the word of God is not just for unbelievers. There are certain believers that you have to not be unequally yoked to. We talked about how being unequally yoked means having a yoke upon you and a yoke upon them. Uh, and being yoked with someone and is not strength that who is not strong enough to bear the responsibility. And as you drag yourself, you're dragging them. You're dragging a carriage. You're dragging a marriage. You're dragging everything, and it suffocates the stronger calf, right? So it is very okay to see yourself and friends because even friends that are Christian by title are not all the way uh, on the same level sanctification wise. Um, they, They may be saved, but they're not deep in the depths of sanctification, meaning there are people who are saved, but they're still babes. Like, 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 I cannot spend time with a babe in Christ unless there's a clearance for me to disciple, unless there's a clearance for me to help that individual. But I'm not going to spend so much of my time with a babe where I invest my energy and put my life in the hands of someone whose discernment level is not strong. For me, I never put my life, time, or energy in the complete hands of someone whose discernment is not as strong as mine or stronger. If, if you cannot, if you're not able to discern the spirit of God, if you're not able to discern darkness, if you're not able to discern at a high level, I can't entrust, I'm, not, I'm probably going to drive my own car. I'm probably going to uh, not be in full control of, uh, in, in that person's custody or in that person's uh, um, control because I need to be um, committed and connected to people who are able to discern a high level and if there are certain christian individual friends that don't ex- uh, exhibit those traits then there are certain limits that i put on them i may not completely leave their life but i leave a part of their life that i i, I leave them out of various areas of my life so that i won't find myself leavened. right and so is it is it right to distance yourself and friends yeah and, and sometimes you have to communicate sometimes you just got just distance yourself uh but don't be don't be uh uh Mean about it, but just just slowly pull away. And if they ask, just be about your father's business. Just be about doing something Um, that can be a good excuse. Say, hey, "I just been busy doing this or whatever." And when is it time to distance yourself? It is all you know. It's time to distance yourself from individuals when you are not yourself, when it's affecting your wealth, when it's affecting your health, and, and so forth. It is time to distance when they are becoming more of a burden. Then they are a help when they're becoming more of a liability and an asset. That's when you distance yourself. And that's just the best advice I can give you. So you will be able to assess whether or not that person is really going to help you to become your best. And if not, then there's no need to stress about it. Belinda Ramsey. Hello from Raleigh. You up the street. Joshua Pittman says, I'm supposed to go through with Bible college, but I'm waiting to hear from God on what concentration to pursue and haven't heard anything yet. Um. When you don't know, don't go. And what I mean by school, if you don't know, slow. If you don't know, don't go. Just the two options I can give you um, because the Holy Spirit will leading God into all truth. Right. So you're supposed to go through with Bible college, but I'm waiting to hear from God on what concentration to pursue and haven't heard yet. The first question is, is this the school that God wants you to go to? Um, is it even was it even in God's will for you to go to school now? Um, those different things are very paramount before you're able to uh, climb this mountain called Bible College. You got to make sure that you first seek God and say, God, is this even of you? Um, and God, I'm not going to move until you move. I'm not going to move until you say out of your mouth for me to move because you don't want to practice the habit of jumping into things and then waiting on God to say something about it when you haven't even when you haven't even asked God if this was the first thing you should be about in the first place. I'm not saying that's you. I'm just giving you some things to think about. Uh, so while you're waiting, maybe uh, wait another semester unless you unless you know that the school you're supposed to be at, but God hasn't given you clearance and a concentration yet. But but uh, but first take some time to say God is this of you is this where I'm supposed to be right now and ask yourself why am I even going to Bible college? Because sometimes we we do what we think is right. There's a way that seemeth right to a man but the end thereof is death. And even good things seem right but they still lead to death to time, death to energy, death to other things that were supposed to be contributed to something that God was was really uh uh wanting to endorse. Hope that helps. Uh, J- Javina says thoughts on dating apps. I wouldn't do it. Uh, um, God is the only dating app that I, that, that people should use. He's the one, he's the best one to um, sync people up together. He's the dating app. God's a dating app. Um, put your profile in him because you know, your man, your woman is also in profile on him and let garbage date out. All this other stuff is waste of time. Dating apps are a waste of time because you're putting your relationship in your hands. Let me tell you something about God. There are certain things that God can only control. We can't control. Um, I didn't control the meeting up with my wife. I didn't control me and my wife getting married. I didn't have no control. God in his sovereignty connected all the dots and put it all together. And and that's what keeps me even more motivated and keeps me on fire in my marriage because I know this is of God. It's hard to sustain a thing when you're completely uh, unaware, if you're completely in the dark on whether or not God brought this into your life, right? So the dating app must be God. God must be the only dating app you use. And what I mean by that is leaving it in his hands. Let him do all the connecting because I promise you, anything you do without him is going to be a detriment to you. Anything you do or try to do without him, you're proving, you're walking in pride to a degree. Or it just could be you walking in just insecurity or you walking in fear. But in my personal opinion, I don't think it's wise because I, I live the effects of I gave God a five star on his dating app. God got a five star. <laughs> I would have gave it six if it if six was available. God got a five star from me. You see what I'm saying? He did. He put me and my wife together strategically and he did it in, within his sovereignty. And man, there is nothing in me that's upset with him. So my thoughts on dating apps are they're a waste of time. You have to check your heart. Why am I doing this? Most people who are on dating apps are not content with where they are. And uh, it, you have to distract yourself from where you are by doing what is required of you where you are, which means pursuing your purpose. You know, naming your animals. You see, what I'm saying using a metaphor analogy with with Adam, um, pursuing your purpose. I'm so glad the younger Je wasn't out there on dating apps because I guy wrote a dating book. <laughs> I wrote I wrote books. I wrote seven of them. You know, what I'm saying working on my eighth one right now. Working on uh, uh, some more resources and tools. And 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 when you get when people invest and engage in these different applications, they they are distracted from the application they're supposed to be doing right. And so dating apps are a waste of time um you gotta check your heart why am i even doing this because right now that's not the pool of people that you want to pull from um, you wanna you wanna just be so immersed in the things of God, so focused on the dating things of God. Let God hear. Put your submissions in in the dating app. Sending your submissions. Hey, the Bible says, be anxious for nothing, but with prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, make your request unto God. And the peace of God, which surpasses understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. That's how you submit. You submit what you want. God, I want Him to be six three. I want Him to be six two. I want Him to be five two. That's somebody out there like I'm five two. Fellas, you out there say, I want my wife to be like this, but I also want her to have these inner traits. And I want you know, as ladies, you. You say, I want him to have these in a trade, submit that to your profile in God's dating app, submit that in him. And then God will do the sinking. God will do the connecting in his sovereign time and his uh providential timing and his perfect timing. He will bring that individual at the right time. And you will be able to say, God, this is the woman you have for me. This is the husband you have for me. And I'm honored. And I, and this will keep you <clears throat> and sustain you in your marriage because you know, this was confirmed by God. So I'm trying to tell you five stars, Myrna says, how to handle your partner if he's still getting over? How to handle your partner if he's still getting over his ex in a relationship? Well, you gotta define partner. Is he is he your husband? Let me see if you comment anywhere else below. Is he your husband? Is he your husband? Well, I'm guessing he's not your husband. So, first off, you leave him alone. Um, how can y'all get over if he ain't got over and he's a leader, how can he lead and help y'all overcome anything? If he hasn't already overcome, then you're going to be have yourself marrying a lot. You know what I'm saying? You have yourself man, a lot. You have to pull in and pull out of Sodom. You see what I'm saying? And so how do you handle a partner is first off, you got to say, uh, is this even beneficial for us to be together right now? Cause if he asked me, y'all shouldn't even be together right now. Um, because, because, because if he still got any feelings for his ex, then how can he really help you? obtain what's next, right? How can y'all flex together if he's still talking about and uh, thinking about his ex? So how do you handle it by saying, I put a, put a, put a distance between y'all two. Say, Hey, Hey, I love you. I care about you, but this is uncomfortable for me. I don't feel comfortable in this. And I think we need some time apart until you heal. And then once y'all get some time apart, you go to God to see if he was even supposed to be a player part in your life. And then you will be able to see what you need to do with yours. But oftentimes, when people get in these situations, they're already emotionally tied. They're already emotionally connected. They are already tangled up and soul tied. And it becomes uh, where a woman starts trying to nurture this man. Well, I can help him overcome her. No, 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 no. Only Jesus can do surgery. All we're all we are are nurses. I, I, God's a doctor. I'm the nurse. I'm here to just check your vitals. Give it to the. Give it to you know. God already knows. But that's it. I. 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 I, I but at the same time, you're supposed to only nurse and it's supposed to be there for a husband. not a partner, and and, and if you're giving this type of energy to someone who is not able to give his his full undivided attention, then you're going to find yourself in detention and sharing that detention space with another woman. Belinda Rem says, so true, coach. Thank you, Christine, for the super chat and all y'all that have been donating and giving. I really appreciate y'all. I appreciate you all support. Um, also want to make sure I say right now that if you need one-on-one coaching, I have six weeks left in this summer. If you need one-on-one coaching with me, make sure you go to my website, imunplugged.com. If you need one-on-one coaching, if you want, y'all ask questions, but y'all, I want to talk to Josh. I want to talk to coach, go to imunplugged.com. Also get some books, get some card games, get all this stuff, all that stuff you feel. There's a lot of resources there that will, I think will benefit you all. I'm going to answer one or two more questions. I'm going to go to uh, Instagram, but, um, but yeah, thank y'all so much for those who give man, y'all, man, y'all help me out so much. I really appreciate y'all's generosity and, and y'all's giving and y'all supporting of what I do, man. It's definitely on. I really do believe God uh, will return that back to you all. Uh, FRO one said, how do you know if you're isolating yourself or if it's God isolating you? Um, I think, you know, based upon if there's a, uh, 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 a level of inter, uh, how can I put this? You know, if God is isolating you when it's not even a choice of yours. And things are slowly falling apart in your life. Things are slowly just disappearing. And all of a sudden it's only you, him, and an assignment, right? Or you, him, and 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 some level of healing taking place, right? You know if you're isolating yourself, if 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 there's a fear, you know if you is if, if there's a fear of connecting with other people, there's I don't I'm isolating myself because of fear of getting hurt. Um, I'm isolating myself because I'm I'm just um uh, too I'm introverted. That's when you know when you isolate yourself. When fear is the cause, when when uh, low self esteem is the cause. That's when you know you isolate yourself. But if God's isolating you, if like you like going, you like hanging out with friends, like being around people, but um, it's the season where He's drawing you to Himself. I got time. Maybe one or two more, and I gotta go. Uh, you said thank you, Coach. Great advice. We're actually not. Oh, we're actually not talking to each other and taking the space we need. I would pray, pray on it. I'm telling you, it's important. <clears throat> Let's see here. Ah, I skipped my person. Okay, here we go. Can- Canary, please forgive me if I said your name wrong. What is it What is it to rest in God? Great question. I'm learning when it comes to issues in life to stop trying to fix it, but to rest in God, but don't really have a full understanding of it. Great question. Resting in God comes from first realizing um, who he is and what he's capable of. Um, it's easy for me to rest in this chair when I trust the capabilities. It's easy for me to sit in this chair when I trust the capabilities. Uh, the issue is we lack understanding in the attributes and the and the capabilities of God, what He's able to do, uh, and 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 who He is, right? Because the more you become aware that He is a provider, and that He is not a liar, then you begin to trust um, that in who, who He is. And the best thing into resting in God is um, first understanding who He is, what He's capable of. I already said that, but there was a third point that I wanted to share um, and it'll come back to me. Um, but, but, oh yeah, this would get you a notebook or a journal or whatever, and write down all the times God has been faithful to you. Right. And then going forward, after you have wrote all those major key times that he's been faithful to you, track every time that he has been faithful to you. And write on a sheet of paper, when you, like God was faithful, when you went to Chipotle, you got extra chicken. You know what I'm saying? That's faithfulness of God. When you get you driving around in a parking lot, there's a a, a a close parking space. That's the faith. That's a, that's a loving faithfulness of God. See, every time I get extra food, I thank God. You know what I'm saying? It's, I think that's God in the midst, right? But you track the goodness and faithfulness of God because then that will build your faith in trusting Him anymore. And when your faith is in Him, then you can rest. But rest is resting is the greatest one of the greatest forms of warfare because it's a person who is completely resolved in the idea that God is relentless about his children and that he is a present help in a time of trouble. And so I probably will do another video on that because I want to labor on that a little bit longer. So I probably will do a video on that about rest. And I think I have done a video on rest. So type in rest and Joshua as, and I think there may be some points that pops up. Last one. I'm done. Natalie Aguar says, how through the Lord can we as women being nurturing versus supportive to our spouse and in in my case sons? I struggle to divide it two. great question. How through the Lord can we as women being nurturing versus supportive? Um great question. nurturing is is okay, um all of us have to be aware of the extremes this fallen world takes our natural created state, right? I have to make sure I do not allow the world's influence to draw me from the balanced place of me being a leader to being the extreme forms of a leader, right? Or a woman, or, or, or instructing, right? As far as women, you have to be on guard that you don't allow the world or any internal fears to make or pull you into the extremes of what God has created you to be. The, the, the devil, uh uh, the, the enemy thrives in us in being, The enemy thrives when we are in the extreme. We thrive when we in God's stream, when we in balance stream, we just in his balance. Right. The enemy wants us in the extreme while God wants us in his stream. Right. Because when we in a stream, then we, we are empowered by the spirit of God to be the resource that we are like the faucet is not the source of water. It is a resource by which water comes through. So if the water's not coming through the faucet, what do I like beating the faucet up? The faucet is just a resource. I got to call the water plant. I got to call whatever to see what's going on, right? The same is with us. When we are in God's stream and we are rested in him and we're trusting in him, then we will begin to find ourselves nurturing and supporting the best way. Now, when it comes to, and I'm not a woman, right? So hear me closely, but when it comes to being in God's stream, it means, God, where am I in my life where I'm extreme? Where in my life am I uh, uh, afraid? Am I afraid that, that because it's easy to be in God's stream when you trust God to do his part. See, the reason why I love my marriage and the reason why my marriage is, is to my, in my regard, thriving is because I'm not just married to my wife. I, this is a three-part marriage. This is me her and the Holy ghost. And me as a man, the way I stay in a stream is letting the Holy spirit play his part in the marriage. And as a woman, if you let the Holy spirit play his part in your marriage, then he will supplement and supply where you're unable. There's going to be parts in your, with your sons that the only the Holy spirit can deal with. And all you can do is support in prayer. All you can do is support in kindness. All you can do is support with love and correction where needed. When it comes to being supportive to your husband, you will begin to find the creative, witty ways the Holy Spirit will lead you through the stream on how you can engage with him. And when it goes beyond your ability as a resource, you trust the Holy Spirit as the ultimate source in your marriage to to help ease your husband. Because there are certain things you're not going to be able to help your husband through. You can support him, but the Holy Spirit is the only one that can really pull him through. All you can do is be kind, be supportive, be gentle, um, 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 be respectful, et cetera. And with your sons, realizing that there are certain stages and ages where where, where nurturing uh, uh, can, can only be done at a certain limit and the rest is for God. Because you can't nurture a 28 year old. So there's going to be a time where your nurturing has to stop. You know what I'm saying? And 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 you have to hand them over. But but if you're in the extreme, then you're going to be jealous of the other woman. You're going to be jealous of his future wife because you're going to be like, she's taking my idol away. And the issue is anytime a woman or a man idolizes a husband or wife or children, they become scarred when those things choose against them or moves against them. And so ask yourself, where am I in the extreme? Is there fear? Is there uh, inadequacies? Is it that I sucked in my childhood and I didn't do well as a kid, so I'm, I'm trying to make sure and, and build this safety bubble around my children or trying to be the ultimate um, vixen in the bed for my husband? Listen, you don't wanna go to the other streams. Just stay in the stream of God and he'll lead and guide you on how you should maneuver and navigate with your son and your husband. Hope to help. I'm, only, I'm limited on that because I'm not a woman, but that's the best advice I can give. Uh, uh, being in God's stream and not being in one of the two extremes. Hope to help. Love y'all. Y'all be blessed. I'm gonna head over to Instagram now so you can follow me there at my Coach Josh. I'm going to do a quick live Q&A over there. Check out my website, imunplugged.com for all uh, resources and tools, card games, uh, and all that good stuff, uh, books, uh, courses books like The Purpose of Singleness. It's a book that talks about are you whole or full of holes. Also got a book called Dating Prep. Those who want to date themselves, date God and become dateable. Great book there if you're struggling with soul ties and strongholds. Got the book, The Purpose of Freedom. And I have other books as well. This one is the latest one that I just came out with called Counterfeit or Counterpart. How to continuously discern the will of God in every area of your life. And it will help you to discern between whether something's a counterfeit or a counterpart. Um, um the Azzy Life YouTube channel on um, ways for you to give and support what I do here online is on imunplug.com. Go there, check it out. Love y'all. Y'all be blessed. I'm head over to Instagram. And I'll see you over there if you want to. Peace.